Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Wednesday, October 28th. S&P futures are trading off about 40 points. That is about 1.1%. NASDAQ futures are not doing much better. They're off about 105 points. That is about 1%. Europe is lagging by a relatively dramatic amount versus the US. So the major European indices are down about 2%. There is an anti-cyclical bias in Europe. So banks, autos, et cetera, are trading off the most, although there's really not much that's actually seeing absolute gains in Europe. So the selling is relatively broad. Europe fared much better than Europe or the US are at the moment. You had mixed price action and actually some pockets of outperformance, including mainland China and Korea. So sentiment has certainly turned quite negative in the last 72 hours. COVID is a big factor behind um, behind the mood shift. So you continue to see cases surge throughout Europe and the US. Um, you are starting to see the other metrics tick higher as well, including hospitalizations, which politicians are most sensitive to as they attempt to avoid having their healthcare systems overcome um, by patients. And so the mitigation actions continue to be put in place. You had um, Italy come out over the weekend and announce incremental steps. You had Spain as well announce steps on Sunday. And now today, Germany is expected to make an announcement along with France about mitigation actions aimed at curbing transmission of COVID. Um, again, it's unclear, as France in particular, it's unclear um, the nature of the steps specifically. A lot, of the, a lot of the wires are using the word lockdown, but you continue to see politicians avoid the wholesale steps that were taken back in March and April. Um, Germany uh, in particular, again, today the actions are more aimed at high-risk activities, including bars and restaurants. Um, and then in France, again, it does not sound like there will be um, wholesale lockdown steps get put in place, but markets are very, very on edge about this whole subject. Um, you know, the problem is not that Q3 earnings are bad. If anything, you had calendar Q2, calendar Q3 earnings that were very solid. Investors are more looking forward into Q4 and beyond to the extent you do see, um, you know, again, another wave of COVID and that will cause, um, you know, that will obviously create headwinds for growth and earnings. That is the big cause of anxiety this morning. Um, you know, a couple of other factors just in the last 24 hours that are that I think are, are creating some anxiety about the U.S. election. You have seen polls tighten, so the outcome is less certain than before. Again, markets had been kind of preparing for a blue wave. Um, and then, um, you know, the, the stimulus figures that would come along with that type of an outcome. The poll numbers certainly have tightened. So Biden's nationally is down to about seven points versus about nine in the last several days. His battleground is holding up around four points. There's been a ton of focus on Pennsylvania, which is probably going to be the single most important state in the entire election. Neither candidate has a path to 270 plus electoral votes without winning that state. Um, Biden on paper still has a very healthy lead, but there's a lot of skepticism in the press talking about 2016, how the polls are wrong, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, the race certainly is tighter than it is before, but I think um, a blue wave outcome is still more probable than not. And that's just looking at, again, looking at the underlying poll figures in all the key states. Um, you know, certainly you have the potential for a 2016 outcome again, but the poll numbers are not showing that at the moment. Um, the race in 2016 was much different than it is right now. Um, Biden's lead remains much larger and more durable than Clinton's was at that point. Um, back in 2016, the polls were collapsing closer together. Um, and that does not appear to be occurring at the moment. Um, and just quickly on the vaccine front. So Pfizer had earnings out yesterday. Remember, Pfizer had been saying how they could have preliminary 
phase three data out on their vaccine candidate before the end of this month, i.e. before the election. They essentially said that that's not going to happen at this point in time. It's taking a little bit longer. Um, again, this is not really a major delay. We're just talking about a matter of days or weeks. Um, but I think that also is is contributing to some of the anxiety that we are seeing um, in the market, in the, uh, again, in the last couple of days. And it makes sense that Asia is holding up much better than Europe or the US, just given that Asian countries, for the most part, are having a lot more success in containing COVID than Europe or the US. So the big focus for today will, again, be on these announcements out of France and Germany. Um, it's unclear the precise nature of them. Germany in particular looks like it's certainly, um, it's again, it's not going to be the types of draconian steps that were taken in March and April. It looks like they will be targeting high-risk activities, bars, restaurants, and gyms, etc. Um, I think France is creating the most anxiety right now in the market. The wire services have used the word lockdown to describe what Macron will unveil later today. Um, but again, I think I think it's kind of uh, an issue of semantics as to what a lockdown actually means. It doesn't look like, again, that there will be these wholesale steps that were taken um, earlier this year. So those are the two. I, I think the France and German announcements today are obviously the major areas of concern. Um, and then earnings will be will stay in focus. So some of the big ones today are Boeing, GE, MasterCard, UPS before the open, and then uh, eBay, Ford, ServiceNow, Visa, Western Digital after the close. Um, again, it was a very busy evening last night and then and then morning um, in terms of earnings reports. I have everything compiled in the piece this morning. Um, again, for the most part, you're seeing very healthy numbers for Q3, just like Q2 was. So you're seeing the majority of companies are beating EPS by a very large margin. Um, you know, Again, I think investors are being somewhat dismissive of, of the figures or fading them, um, just given that they view it as being a function of the reopening process and then a very aggressive cost cutting, both of which are thought to be kind of one-time events. Um, and again, the, f- the focus now is on Q4 and beyond where you're seeing incremental COVID headwinds. So um, it's not that Q3 earnings are bad. It's more that investors are just looking beyond Q3. But the figures, again, are healthy for the most part. Microsoft was a big one last night. Um, very solid numbers for the September quarter. The, de- the For the September quarter, the December guide on Microsoft on revenue was a bit soft. Um, but again, nothing, nothing too dramatic. Um, and just given the state of earnings right now and given what companies have posted, it still looks probable that the S&P could earn about $170 for 2021 um, without substantial assistance from either massive incremental fiscal stimulus or a vaccine. Um, but obviously, there's a lot up in the air right now. Um, so those are the major areas of focus and concern. Um, I would just note too that trading is relatively light, liquidity is relatively thin, so that's exacerbating the volatility. A lot of people are still largely on the sidelines as they await these two major macro catalysts in the form of the U.S. election, and then um, you know the the initial readouts on these phase three trials starting with Pfizer, um, you know, sometime likely uh, in early November. Um, you know, and I, and I think also too. Again, I don't. I don't think the fundamental landscape has shifted as dramatically as as the price action would suggest. Um, you know, you still are seeing the wholesale lockdown steps being avoided from earlier in the year. You are having healthy earnings get reported, um, and you continue to have um, you know enormous stimulus from the monetary front and then fiscally as well. Um, and again, it's we're not going to get any fiscal stimulus before the election, but it is still arriving. Um, as soon as as the election results are known, that will that will help to catalyze and iron out a lot of the differences in Washington um, to help produce another bill. So that is everything for today. Uh, thank you for listening.